0: Welcome to Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, M.L. Ruzschock. I'm here with my special guest, Catherine, who is a healthcare coach or health coach. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So, what
1: one? What led you into coaching? I love this question. Um, Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm really happy to be here. So I was trained in the medical field for as long as I was uh, little. You know, my, my grandfather was a doctor and, and um, there was dreams of being a doctor. And um, I was a nurse practitioner and I felt like I had so much more that I could bring to my patients Um, that to me, health was much more than the absence of disease. It was actually, you know, thriving, both physically and emotionally and in your relationships and your spirituality and your career. But in the medical system that I was practicing, um, I felt like the structure itself was restricting me from bringing everything that I wanted to bring to my patients. So one thing led to the other it was a lot of it being in conversation with what i call my committee above
0: (laughs) the universe
1: of thinking like oh i want to be able to help in in such a bigger capacity please show me what that will look like and it was kind of one thing led to the next and boom health coaching course boom started my own business oh my gosh life coaching and everything started to kind of plug into that and make so much sense Um, it's amazing
0: when you start with one little thing that you do and then you go oh I can branch off here I can branch off here and then you have this big thing that you have a branch if you look on it at on paper I mean for us to do what we do it doesn't feel like us a lot when you put it on paper and you have a little like map as I call it Then you go, oh, yeah, I do this, but it branched off of this, or I do this, but it branched off this, this part. And it comes together because life coaching is a part of medicine. We just don't practice it too much here in America.
1: Totally. And, and I, I hope it's my vision that coaching becomes part of every household because Mm -hmm. I've been so much better with it. My clients have been so much better with it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I decided to leave my nurse practitioner job, I had to argue for four months with my own soul going like, you sure you want me to do this? Like, my soul was like, yep. I'm like, I worked so hard for this. I've got my, you know, my colleagues and my patients and the job security. And now you're asking me to throw myself in the unknown. And, and my soul was like, yep, that's just what you got to do. And I was like, man
0: (laughs) i know because but i plan for a b and c and you know this was never part of my plan but it feels like i need to do this
1: you know exactly yeah and it's not yeah what we plan for exactly and it's hearing that calling and i've always been super um fascinated by ancient wisdom ancient cultures And on my own kind of um, coaching business journey, I was sick with Lyme disease. And um, I found that out when I was still a nurse practitioner. And I had to research outside of the boundaries of medicine because the answers are not currently for chronic Lyme disease. They're not in medicine. Mm -hmm. And I researched a lot about traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, and um, now I'm doing the Siddha Veda practitioner course, which is, uh, ancient secrets that were passed from master to students. And they go back 2,500 years to, um, Jivaka, which is Buddha's physician. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've started to do, um, intuitive healing consulting because, uh, you know, reading people's energy for such a long time without knowing that I was doing it. And now I'm like bringing all of these things and it's such an exciting time to be when this kind of sense of self-mastery is coming, is coming up that I'm like, wow, I feel like I can pull the best out of every uh, Situation. situation and philosophy and ancient wisdom and really tailor it to the need of this person specifically. And we kind of cut through all the BS and boom oh my gosh, it's so powerful to be able to exactly. do that.
0: Exactly, it's like, okay, so 2011, when we talked a little bit before the show about this, I had two strokes. Now, modern medicine says when you have strokes, you're basically a vegetable, you get to be in nursing care the rest of your life and you're never gonna get better. This is what I was being told at age 28. I don't believe in that. So it took years of self-help to get me to where I want to be. And that's a functioning person. I'm not well by any means of a, a medical dictionary, but I'm doing what I can because I went to my self-help coaches. I went to my weekly healers. I went to my spiritual guides. I went to everything that's not modern medicine. Exactly.
1: And I commend you, Melissa, um, for doing this because, um, Such diagnoses come with a history of prognoses, which is the predicted fate of that illness. Mm -hmm. And um, Deepak Chopra said something that really inspired me because I I felt this is what I was doing with Lyme disease, which is to accept the diagnosis, but refuse the prognosis. Mm -hmm. So it's basically you create your own prognosis by doing everything that you're doing and healing on so many levels in this, you know, emotional and spiritual. Yep. You know, you'd have an ailment, ailment,
0: whatever it is, you either go into, okay, I have this. So now I'm depressed because I have this. And oh my God, I have this. I'll never get better. And you have all this negative stuff go through you. Or you can sit back and go, okay, I have this. I cannot do A, B, and C. What can I do now? Totally.
1: and then you create your own path it's the empowered it's it's the empowered self that takes the journey ver- versus the victim self that would mm-hmm. be like oh why did this happen to me and i don't have any power in this mm-hmm. it really is the choice that we have when faced with an illness like this it's do i empower myself and take my health into my hands literally like the reins of a horse or do i sit back and feel you know, like it's not fair and I'm a victim of their circumstances. And I feel like in life, we constantly have that choice in front of us, whether it's a situation with a family member or a partner, or we can always choose to see it as, um, how is this happening for me versus to me in Mm -hmm. the victim? So, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm currently writing a book on that very subject it's getting from the victim mentality to a survivor mentality
1: oh nice
0: <laughs> so it won't be out anytime soon but at the same time um i'm just getting my thoughts down because as a life coach i mentor people and i say the same thing every day you probably as in your own practice when you talk to clients hear yourself repeating didn't i just say this conversation to another client?" <laughs> Yes, totally. But well, at the, we're, it's universal,
1: yeah, and it and it gives tribute to how human beings, we are um, we are bound to repeat patterns mm-hmm. until we wake up and decide to change the pattern.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? so and that's why so many things are being repeated and predictable because we you know we all want to be happy, we all want to be healthy with vitality and things like that. But what are are the obstacles that are getting in the way of that? And this is where coaching is so amazing to not only go beyond the obstacle, but completely transform your thoughts and your beliefs about what is it that's stopping you? You know, it's like you're getting from the tree to backing up and seeing the whole forest and even changing perspective on how you can cross that forest and Mm
0: -hmm.
1: make it enjoyable.
0: Exactly. It's like when you take a hike in your nature park, whatever that nature park is, you see the path, but you're not looking at the big picture of the trees, of the nature, of the leaves are turning, the little chipmunks scurrying across the path. You're not seeing all this. You have to, in life, take a step back. We're teaching you in medicine and cognitive skills to do the same thing with your life. It's not just Here's a path and go on it. There's other things we have to take in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's so multidimensional. It's not anywhere nearly linear. Mm-hmm. Like we would think, you know, oh, my evolution path is like this. Like, no, it's okay. <laughs> you have your multi- spiritual path. You have your motu- emotional path.
0: You have your cognitive path. You have your subconscious. And then you have what's in front of you in the physical r- world.
1: Totally. And knowing that all of these paths are connected through you, because you're the mm-hmm. common denominator of, of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can't change one without changing all
1: of them. Totally. Yeah. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. It affects everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many
0: I mean, as a coach, how many times have you heard I can't do this, I'm stuck because of in some outside circumstance? Oh yes.
1: Totally. (laughs) So
0: often. (laughs) So when you take that outside circumstance and turn it internally, how are you reacting to that outside circumstance? It's probably the reason why you're stuck. Mm
1: -hmm. And in any of these things, I find that the first step is to gain awareness.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. So when we stop being in, in reactive, you know, tendencies or reactive emotion and we can take that step back and gain awareness of oh when I saw this event it made me feel like this and therefore my action was that oh it makes sense that I couldn't control myself and go in the box of cookies and empty the box of cookies right Mm -hmm. so it's slowing down and gaining awareness on our internal processes but anything Any problem, any symptom that we have is not the problem itself. It's really a messenger Mm -hmm. trying to bring to the surface the message that, hey, there's a problem here and, you know, raising the flag and this is something for you to look at because it's really important.
0: (laughs) Right. Now, with you being a nurse practitioner, did you notice that physical elements usually have
1: a sign of a mental capacity to it? I love that question because I cannot tell you the amount of times that I would see patients in clinic and, you know, they'd come come in, sit down, I ask some questions to, you know, make the diagnosis and just the action of asking the question, the person would start crying and then we'd talk about the real thing, the heartbreaks, the worries, the resentment, the anger. And I was finding, which is why it's interesting to know different modalities that people were having pain or sickness, you know, or illnesses in the system for which there was an emotion associated. So, you know, for example, in Chinese medicine, we know that anger is located in the liver and some people chronically angry would get enlarged livers. We didn't know why, you know, we do tests and couldn't find the cause worry or anxiety is located in the spleen. And some of them people would have constant um, chronic infections and because the spleen is involved in the immune system Mm -hmm. and we didn't know why, but to actually bring the emotion forward, to name it, to understand it and to transcend that. I've helped so many of my clients. I mean, in the medical structure it was, it was more difficult to do that, but in a coaching setting,
0: Mm -hmm. it's easier
1: to, to not only transcend the emotion, but use it as a powerful lever to bring what the person wants. Um, I have an example of that. When I was uh, working ER and I was at triage and this lady comes and she's got chest pain and, you know, we always think about it's the heart, you know, Mm -hmm. and I did the uh, EKG and showed it to the doctor and we we saw that it was most likely not an emergent it was not most likely not a heart condition that you know was emergent so i go back to my triage office and finish the triage you know the vital signs and i asked the lady because you know heart stomach digestion it's kind of all in the same space and i asked her i said is there anything that you're not digesting in your life what is it that you can't stomach and she starts crying and crying and crying she says My mother has Alzheimer's, and for the first time since the onset of the illness, she doesn't recognize me, and I find that so difficult to deal with, and so she kind of cried out this um, Mm -hmm. situation, and then she goes back in the waiting room because there was other patients coming in. About 10 minutes later, she knocks at my triage door, and she says, Catherine, thank you so much. That's what I needed. I have no more chest pain. It all—it completely went away, and um, I'm just letting you know I'm going to leave so I don't take the space of somebody else. So just so you know, I'm completely fine. And what did we do? We we just let the emotion kind of be revealed, mm-hmm. and the body was able to ah, relax into it and realign into it. Right. It's so we, powerful.
0: We need some more coaching and medicine, unless prescriptions and medicine.
1: Yes. Oh, I agree. (laughs) Or that the prescription would be the coaching process. (laughs) Yes. Let's
0: change this up just a little bit in modern medicine, because if we go back to our ancient teachings, doesn't matter what ancient realm you're in. We talk about what the emotion is. And first we try to fix it emotionally. Then you try to fix it spiritually. And when all else fails, then you get into medicine.
1: I agree. I agree that, um, you know, for having been a worker in Western medicine, I mean, my role was pretty much like the family doctor prescribing medica- medication. Um, to me, that was always the last resort, prescribing pills. Mm-hmm. And it was about, like you said, you know, have we dealt with the emotions? Have we dealt with the food, just the lifestyle itself? Are you living a lifestyle where you're just, running around like crazy, having no time and feeling exhausted and eating crap on the go, Mm -hmm. you're not sleeping enough, not exercising enough. It's simple, but it's such basic and doing the spiritual work associated with that. And if there's anything left, which my hypothesis would be that all imbalances would be rebalanced just with those modality. But if there's anything left, then Western medicine would be the answer. Except Great. for, you know, emergency, accident, yeah. trauma. There,
0: there's times when you need the Western yeah. medicine. But
1: yeah, first,
0: before you get to the Western medicine, we need to go back to the Eastern medicine. Yeah, that's,
1: um, and, yeah, yeah. and, and whatever, yeah. And whatever frame of beliefs you have, mm-hmm. whatever works for you, as long as it's something that is bringing you back towards yourself, back towards yeah. balance. And oftentimes I remember prescribing drugs for conditions that I knew were one preventable mm-hmm. and two reversible with the right conditions. So when I became a health coach and I was still a nurse practitioner, I got to tell you, I was prescribing pills and feeling nauseous because I knew there was so much more for this person, but the structure didn't allow me to, R- to bring to tell the them money. that yeah. hey,
0: if you go to this resource, you can get better without this thirty dollar pill. Yeah. You know, we're, I'm just going to say $30 because, you know, prescriptions are all over the place, but you know, there's other ways to get around things. So do we want to pay $30 for a pill or do one want to pay $30 for a coach to find out, first of all, is our symptom, something that can be treated spiritually, religiously, emotionally, or does it really need a pill?
1: Yeah, no, it, it, totally. And, you know, as the coach, the coach is not in, the, in a space of diagnosis, mm-hmm. um, but each one of us, since we live 24 seven in our bodies, mm-hmm. we are the authority for, for what our body needs. And one of the, I find the, one of the most important role of the coach is to reconnect the person with their own inner wisdom so that they can even though they might not have the knowledge of, oh, what's above the kidney or this and that, they can have their own system of guidance, letting them know, okay, I think I need to address this. And I think I need to address that. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the beauty of, of coaching, because it becomes a sustainable thing when the person has the tools to take better care of themselves versus Exactly. you know a, a pill for chronic hypertension that they're gonna have to take for their own life, you know for mm-hmm. their whole life. So yeah.
0: it, it's me personally at, at one time I was on 22 different prescriptions. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to the point I threw them all away. and I've said this on several things. don't do this the way I did it. it it's not good. but <laughs> I got fed up because I'm like, there has to be another way because the pills just make me feel worse. Yeah, so that's yeah. when I started my journey to learn my body, mm-hmm. not just my body physically, but mentally, emotionally, everything else. Now it's yeah. taken me years to get here, but I've gotten my doctor's trained. If I'm actually going to you with a problem, it means I can't take care of it myself. My mm-hmm. coping skills, mental, emotional, religion, universal, whatever it is, is not taken care of what I need to be taken care of
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and to to have the wisdom to recognize when you need help and it might be western medicine or a -hmm. spiritual teacher or a mentor and uh, but navigating that being um, in sovereignty you know within within yourself and yeah
0: But where can our listeners and viewers find you and more about your courses, programs and what you offer?
1: Thank you. Um, Yes. So I've got um, two major expertise. The first one being working with energy. So I really love helping people who are feeling tired of feeling tired and and struck by anxiety to regain that mental clarity, sustain energy, inner peace so that it can achieve their their dreams and live on purpose. So um, everything is on my website www. Catherine Gagnon. So that's my whole name. So Catherine, very French. C A T H E R N E Gagnon is G A G N O N. Dot C A. Canadian. <laughs> so. <laughs> and of course you're Canadian. Um, That of course. makes sense, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so that's where um people can find more information about the different programs that I offer, uh, where whether it's working on health, having more energy, losing weight, or working on relationships, um, creating harmonious relationships, and in all of that, working on liberating the heavy emotions that are um, impacting a person's life and um, uh, outlook on life a lot of it. So that's the first expertise. The second one is I help people who suffer from Lyme disease recover their health and their life uh, without losing their time or money. And that's on my website, www.missionlime.com. So there's two S at mission. And uh, I've, I've recovered myself from Lyme. And built a a protocol of natural plants, natural supplements, all backed up by science. It's rare that you have uh, herbals and natural supplements that are backed up by science. You know, they've been studied almost like a pharmaceutical molecule. Mm -hmm. And this is everything that I've taken and that my clients are taking. So I combine that with neuroscience-based coaching and liberating the different emotions that are keeping the um the healing pathway from happening effortlessly so we combine these two and that's the shortcut to health so awesome yeah yeah you're helping a lot of people that way i
0: mean i'm not sure on the numbers of how many people suffer from lyme's disease and not even know they have lyme's disease i mean the text for it i think is 50 50 false negative or 50 50 false positive
1: so yeah, the tests are not very reliable and a lot of people don't know it's Lyme or chronic Lyme. And there are a lot of medical hypotheses now that are saying that fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. even though we, it's now a recognized diagnosis, the cause of it, the etiology of it is not yet recognized. So there's a lot of hypotheses that are saying fibromyalgia is untreated Lyme disease, same thing with chronic fatigue syndrome. So a lot of people, when they start treating it like Lyme, Mm-hmm. Uh, see a major, major improvement in their symptoms. A great place to start is a questionnaire that is made from Dr. Horowitz, uh, H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z, mm-hmm. and it's a clinical questionnaire where people can uh, enter their symptoms, and it's a scoring, um, a specific score Mm-hmm. And that questionnaire has been validated by two universities, uh, one in Europe and one in the U.S., as being more predictable, more predictive of the Lyme diagnosis than the blood tests themselves. So it's, um, yeah, I might have to take that test myself. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, you know, who've had health um, challenges and struggles for a long time. Um and then they finally get on track with the Lyme hypothesis and they're like, oh, finally. And on my website um, I have a, a document, a PDF when people sign up um, where I send you all the list of signs and symptoms
0: mm-hmm.
1: classified by pathogens that are, that are present in Lyme. So it's Borrelia, Babesia, Bartonella. Most doctors in Western medicine don't know that, Lyme has co-infections and yet they cause specific signs and symptoms. So people will recognize these and go like, oh my gosh, that's what I've had. So I tell people, if you've had, if you've had symptoms in all different systems that seem unrelated, it's your eyes, it's your bladder, it's pain, it's brain fog, uh, whatever, and you've gone through a lot of tests and tried maybe different treatment, gone to specialists, and it's not really, it's not working out and your health is still deteriorating. And now your doctor's talking to you about prescribing antidepressant. Check out the Lyme hypothesis. That's kind of a typical picture for people suffering from Lyme chronically, not acutely. Acutely, it's easier to recognize um but chronically it's just um, a very subtle disease and it can mimic any other disease
0: well that's interesting conversation because i'm gonna have to at least look at it because of some of my things that i can't treat any
1: other way (laughs) yes absolutely yes um thank you for that i learned something today well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> totally. And I mean, Lyme has an, a, such an affinity for the nervous system. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it can create um, strokes. Uh, well, but I've can... had
0: problems off and on with different systems my entire life. So uh-huh. yeah, it, it's just making sense and clicking to at least research for myself.
1: Yes. Start um, checking it out for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's been great. And for all of our listeners and our readers, happy reading. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more,